Once upon a time, many moons ago, two righteous dudes split a 12-pack and talked about stuff. These are their stories. I've, I've consented to being recorded. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, friends all over the world, I bring to you this cautionary tale. A bus full of nuns falls off a cliff. They all die. They arrive at the gates of heaven and meet St. Peter. St. Peter says to them, sisters, welcome to heaven. In a moment, I will let you through the pearly gates. But before I may do that, I must ask each of you a single question. Now, please form a single file line. And they do so. St. Peter turns to the first nun and asks her sister, have you ever touched a penis? The sister responds, well, there's this one time that I kind of sort of touched one with the tip of my pinky finger. St. Peter says, all right, sister, now dip the tip of your pinky finger in the holy water and you may be admitted. And she does so. St. Peter turns to the second nun and says, sister, have you ever touched a penis? And she says, well, there was this one time that I held one for a minute, but yeah, I don't know. All right, sister, no more. Just wash your hands in the holy water and you may be admitted. And she does so. Now with this, there's a noise and a jostling in the line. There's a lot going on. It seems that one nun is trying to cut in front of another. St. Peter stops and asks the nun, Sister Susan, what is this? There's no rush. Sister Susan responds, well, if I'm going to have to gargle this stuff, I'd rather do it before Sister Mary sticks her ass in it. <laughs> Shirts off, Jim Shorts on. It's time to cannonball in the deep end and get weird with us. The podcasting tower of power. This is the 12-pack podcast. Hashtag fuck party 2021. Hashtag not a scam. Hashtag just one nipple. Hashtag you can't fuck them all in the ass. Hashtag don't fake the funk. Hashtag spending costs extra. Hashtag want learn about birds. And hashtag all hail the bit leader. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the 12-Pack Podcast with AJ and Jared. And I, I really hope that nun was able to gargle the water real quick. I'd hate to get her some doo-doo water in her mouth. Yeah, um, no shit. I, you know, how does holy water react to doo-doo? Like, does it, is it okay? Like, I mean, you'll have some clean doo-doo. That's a, that's a. That that doo doo would do radiant holy damage. Yeah, does to, I does the so does the doo doo just like disappear? Like that's I mean you're presenting good questions here. I need I need to do more research. Somebody <laughs> bless me some water. I'm going in hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, hope you guys have all had a good time. Um, the timing of these episodes is going to be rather rapid. Um, I did have some audio issues which caused me to delay the last up upload to the day we're recording this one. So today's date would be the seventh when the last episode went up and then we will get this one up on the ninth. And so everything's all going to be really close together. But before we go any farther in the show, Jared, buddy, how has your week been? Uh, The last two days, it's only gotten to 84 degrees. So cold front. So win, win. 
But you know what? By Wednesday, going to be back to 100. Pew, 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 pew. So, uh, you know, it's been nice to, like, right now, I don't have, like, right now my window's closed. I don't have a fan going because, you know, recording this podcast and I am not sweating. Whereas last week I had to keep adjusting where I was sitting because uh, this chair got really sweaty, like you, unnaturally sweaty. You did have a little bit of a sheen to you the entire yes. show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause it was hot. hot. It was definitely uh, too hot to be goth. That day. Oh, it's entirely too hot to be goth. Um, but yeah, no, aside from that, just been super busy. Uh, didn't get a chance to do the book club show, which I suit, which I was kind of bummed about, but, uh, you know, I'll get it this week sometime, but like the, the, the problem is like that show, it's not a problem. That show's going to be so long, so long. Just talking about books. Well, cause like, so the way the way that I'm doing it is that like so as I'm reading, I have my notebook near me and like I'm I'm writing shit down that I want to talk about or important points that blah blah blah. And then I have I have this like whole like it's so much more organized than this show is. Like this show, like literally, I took a shit, I showed up, I wrote some intros, and now we're just gonna figure out what to talk about. We you know. Lisa sent some questions like you got some ideas. I got some ideas. We never really know what's happening, but that's the beauty of it. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. That's That's what what makes our show, our show. That's why I don't, I don't fuck with it too much, but like this one, like, so I fuck with the natural order. (laughs) Exactly. So like I have the outline. So I typed up a whole outline and format for the show. Yeah. Just so I have an idea of where I'm going and I don't like, if I go on a tirade, I can, come back and <laughs> regain my thoughts yeah uh but like yeah it's gonna be such a long show but it's gonna be fun i promise you that you gonna drink while you're doing it oh you're goddamn right i am it was that i was hoping with the, you know the name six pack you did yeah because well because some... because then here's the other problem is like i want i like i also want to talk about beer and like i talk about beer for a long time so, you know, that's one thing like you and I never really di- like dove down on this show that's called the 12 pack podcast. Yeah, no, we haven't because like I just like not that okay. I don't want I don't want anyone to think that I don't enjoy doing this show or that it's an afterthought, but sometimes when it comes to selecting beer, like it's oh shit, I need beer for the show. Stop at the gas station. What does the gas station have? Like there's no thought like this, this show requires so little thought or, or so little thought goes into this show that it's amazing. It sounds sounds so bad when you say it out loud. Yeah. So little thought goes into this show, (laughs) but the fact that we can sit here and bullshit for like two hours at a time about mostly nothing. It's 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 with with, nothing without organizing anything. It just we stumble upon something and go like the superhero thing last week, like that just stemmed. I don't even remember what it stemmed from. I it was because I went to the Mud Hens game. Oh yes, and the guy they were like naming superheroes, and the one dude went Batman. Yeah, and then we went down a whole rabbit hole of who's not a superhero. Yeah, and I or like. Or like when Tuna was on the show and we started talking about overrated and underrated bands out of nowhere. Like, yeah, 
and we we gave some poor journalist just the he- yes. a hell of a time. She'll never hear it, but yeah. fuck that lady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that I think that's one of the. But like, I feel like now at this point, like, because there's sometimes that I sit and think about it and go, you know what, we should really do a little bit more organizing, and we kind of did with. When we were doing a lot of like weird news from Peapod, but that kind of came and went. And like we try some things for like a few weeks, but without fail, without fail, we just go back to nothing. We we revert to sitting on this Zoom call, fucking for a half hour, forty five minutes, while I'm figuring out what the intros are. Going, so what are we doing? Yeah, and And, and a lot of time, and a lot of times. We start this show with no clue what we're gonna do. Kind of like this one, uh, like well, well, this, well one, this one we got a little bit more because yeah. I got a thing I want to do with you. Yeah, uh, and Lisa, we have to send some questions mm-hmm. in. So, like we, but we this, had but, for a while we like we had a good little routine where it was uh, the problem was we we fell too much into that and we got repetitive. Yeah, and that was the issue that I think we had is every every episode was news. Stupid thing. Questions. News. Stupid thing. Questions. See, so now we're just going to be stupid for most of the time and babble and see where it goes. Yeah, you know, we hit the new year and it was basically, you know, season two. Season two is less organization. And there really wasn't a lot to begin with. (laughs) No, there wasn't. Like, it was, it's, and anyone else would be alarmed at the lack of organization. Yeah, you think we got notes? (laughs) No, I didn't even do those for school. You think I'm going to do them now? No, no. Speaking of which, what are you drinking? What was that fancy can? I am drinking Bell's Oberon. Oh, Oh, that's such a cool can. I haven't seen this year's can. Yeah, this year's cans are fucking bitching. For those that don't know, Oberon is an American wheat ale. With a spicy hop character, mildly fruity that aromas, is like, and the colors and scent of a sunny afternoon. I have driven around. I've driven within like a half hour because I'm like, Bell's is big. Like, I should be able to get Bell's. Like, there's Bell's some breweries. Isn't be that far out. There's, yeah, well, you'd be surprised. Like, really? Rogue, Rogue is based in Portland, and you can get Rogue down the street from you in Ohio. Fair. And Bell's is a bigger, almost as large, if not a bigger brewery than that. Can you get and Bell's like, out there? I was like, I was like, I have to find it. No, I found too hard. I found too hard at once. And of course I bought it. I was like, I but, bet you scoop that shit up in a hurry. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I need Oberon. So if any one of you is feeling generous, and uh, I know technically you're not supposed to send beer across state lines or through the mail, but, you know, if you feel like breaking the law, Breaking, breaking the law, as Judas Priest would say. <laughs> send, send your boy some Oberon. In, in fact, buy, buy the pony keg. Make him feel yeah. fancy. Yeah. Oh yeah. This will be the first year in like almost a decade. I haven't bought the pony keg. Fuck. I gotta go. I gotta go fucking get one because I haven't got one. I didn't get one last year. God damn it. But yeah, this. But I this... tell you, I, I tell you what, I did re up on this week. Your Fago. I ordered, I ordered another case of Fago Red Pop You're from God Amazon. Damn right, you did. Uh, I had like six this week after we did talked about it the last time. Yeah, no, it's yeah. I definitely paid way too much for it, but uh, I don't Worth give a it. fuck. Yeah, 
But yeah, dude, th- this can, th- this year's can for Oberon is fucking crispy. Yeah, I'm uh, all about it, man. <laughs> um, that makes me so sad. You got anything else going on from this week? No. Just heartbreak. Now. Now I'm just yeah, sad. Now. No, no, no. I, I, uh, I've been trying to stream like three times a week. I'm right now I'm playing Mass Effect Andromeda. I got through Mass 3. Um, I had something about the Mass 3 ending. I don't remember what it was. Which ending did you choose? I, I didn't get a chance to really watch m- m- many of your... I chose... Well... <laughs> I typically I choose destroy the Reapers because fuck them. Um, the only issue I had with that was, I mean, spoilers for anybody who's just not playing it for the first time. Oh yeah, uh, Grandma, Grandma, tune out, tune out. Yeah, I, I saw her playing it. So Grandma Kate, please tune out here. Um, skip ahead a few minutes. Yeah. But um, I never like choosing the destroy option because you destroy all synthetic life. And I went through too much to make sure Legion kept the Geth alive to let that go to waste. That's where that that's I always had a struggle there, but I chose the I chose the third one that they put in after everyone bitched about it. Oh yeah, the third. Hey, Synthesis. we're sorry. Yeah. yeah. Why not both? Exactly. Why not Zoidberg? Yeah. The the EA. Hey guys. Oopsie. Yeah. So so now I'm playing Andromeda, and I got to tell you what, playing it again. I mean the controls. I wish. They altered the controls a little bit from Mass 3, the, which was... The cover system is tough. Yeah, because you can't just, like, hit A to get into no, cover. Like, you gotta, like, near it. Yeah, and sometimes you get caught weird. So, I mean, that's a little weird, but, like, so far, have the f- having fun. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, and I just, you know, I just... You know, we'll see. Uh, I'll keep playing through... I just picked up my uh, favorite favorite Angaran Jal. So oh, you mean the uh, uh, was it the fucking? Um, why can't I think of what they're fucking called now? They're called Angarans. The, the they're basically like beefier Turians. Kind of, sorta, yeah. They 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 remind me a lot of the Turians, but I but I like them. They're they're cool peoples. Um. I can't wait to get through there. I already know which which person I'm choosing for my love interest, so I take that first that first check every time. Oh yeah, no, I always take PB. Asari for life. I know, I know how you get about the Asari. Yeah, well, the doctor is voiced by Natalie Dormer, mm-hmm. but the problem, as I found out the other night, is that because I'm I'm playing the female version. And I named the male version Judge and the female Judy. So they're that way together. Judge Judy. Judy. Yeah. (laughs) So just because it's funny to me. (laughs) And uh, so I was trying to hit on uh, Dr. Natalie Dormer. Not into women. Bummer. I was a little disappointed. Well, now that I remember that she's Natalie Dormer, I think I'm changing my options here. Yeah. I'm no longer going after uh, Corporal Undercut. Uh, yeah so uh undercut also not into chicks so damn because i tried flirting with her too just to see if it would happen but you know who is in the chicks the asari yeah well dr natalie dormer's in asari and she's not into chicks oh sad days because asari is like everybody 
So, but anyway, enough about nerd talk for now. Yeah, let, let me tell you about my week. So, oh yeah, my I gotta my, hear this story. My Monday started off bloody. Um, so I, for those that don't know, I now instead of towing, I deliver glass for a living, like shower doors. Um, like your big doors and windows that you see in hotels. I deliver some of those and like buildings and shit like that. Um, so it's all tempered glass, which is actually very strong in itself. Um, until like, cause I've, I've had it fall on me. I've had it fall on the truck. Nothing's broken, but the sides and the edges and the corners are where it is super and very structurally weak. So this piece was already chipped on the edge and we were, we had a truck in the shop getting engine work done. So we were taking the racks out of that one, putting it into a different truck. So we had to take everything off. And as I grabbed this piece of glass, I'm carrying it, you know, I got one arm up high on it. The other one down low carrying the bottom side. And I had up high to get it over the, the ledge in between the two, the two trucks. Well, I moved a little, and when I took the step, the piece was just low enough to catch the bottom of the corner, and this glass just shattered. Like, it exploded. It sounded like a gunshot went off in my fucking ear. So I had the one, the one side was, like, up near my fucking neck and everything, but the glass just, they exploded and fell, and it shredded my arm. Like, I can show you a little bit, like, that's all that's really there, which it doesn't look like a lot. But this this little black section here, that's dead flappy skin. Um, there was other flaps here that I tore off, and this cut here is healed a bit now, but it was like all the way down here and super deep. And like in an instant, I looked down and my whole arm is just red. Whole arm, just red. And I'm I'm frozen because I don't want to move too much. And everyone's like, dude, your arm's bleeding. Your arm's bleeding. I'm like, fuck my arm. Check my neck. Like, I can feel it on my neck. I was like, I can get a fake robot arm. Like, fuck the arm. Like, I can't get a fake robot <laughs> neck. Like, that's not how that works. It's like, if that's cut, I'm bleeding out. I'm like, no, your neck's fine. All right, cool. Get me off this fucking truck. Luckily, the one mechanic at the shop was a part-time EMT. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he's like, all right, cool. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do this, this. You're going to wash it out with this. I'm going to fucking do this, and we're going to do that. So I was, like, fucking taking care of him, like, 14 seconds. Nice. So I've just been fucking dealing with it on and off all week. And, like, it doesn't hurt or anything. Um, A couple people told me I should have went to the hospital and potentially gotten stitches. Uh, But instead of doing that, I just, I work right around the corner from Dad's Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. So I, I rolled around the corners. I undid the bandages and said, hey, dad, does this need stitches? He goes, no, I don't think so. Cool. I guess I'm still going to work tomorrow. Yeah, there um, you go. The I would have I would have went the old super glue route, but I really like the section that was where it was hev- more heavily bleeding. There was no skin to put back on because I actually held, I held the skin chunk in my hands, which was kind of gross. So, like, if there would have been skin to super glue down to itself. You know, I'm amazed from a guy that starts gagging whenever there's, like, snot around that you handle your own blood so well. I didn't. Okay. I don't. I don't at all. 
Um, but I put on a brave face because I didn't want to look like a bitch in front of all these guys. <laughs> um, I really, I really don't. Um, I just try to hide it. Well, I'm trying to get better about that because it took everything in me not to throw up. And like, I was queasy as shit. Like just seeing that much blood. I think if it would have been a little bit, I'd have been fine. But the fact that it was like from my elbow to my wrist, just red, mm-hmm. like it was like a Ric Flair blade jab. <laughs> and it was just it was so brutal it's oh god so like the one guy's like are you okay i'm like i think so i need to walk away and get this cleaned up because i'm about to puke <laughs> it was bad that reminds me of the time i don't know if i've even told you this story this may be a first so i ever tell you about the time i got stabbed with a pocket knife no oh okay yeah so in, allow me to sip this beer and intrigue so uh, once upon a time, uh, I uh, I bounced for a little while for some extra for beer money. Basically. I remember that. Uh, and one particular night, this is Friday or Saturday. Uh, there was there's a there's a pretty big fight at the bar. <clears throat> we uh we were breaking it up, and I was getting in between people, and this dude went to like went to like double leg me. Like he was gonna take me down, and like we we're gonna have some like a fucking jujitsu, like a jujitsu match there. And the you on the are fucking such floor. a large human. Like, what was his game yeah. plan? And he was not big enough to think that he was gonna take me off my feet. But so like he came at me. I just kind of threw him to the side. Like, he, like I was dealing with one of his friends, and then he came like double leg me, and I kind of like shoved his friend to uh, one of the other bouncers, and I threw him off of me. And like, so we're like throwing people, like literally throwing people down the stairs. Uh, you know, cops don't give a shit. Right. So, but cops showed up because, you know, it was, it was a big enough deal. And like, we got everyone out of the bar and I'm saying it was, it was close to closing time. It had to have been about like one thirty or so in the morning. And I'm standing there uh, smoking a cigarette and I'm talking to one of the cops who I knew. And he's like, Hey man you should probably get that looked at. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, look at your leg. And I was wearing, I was wearing just some khaki cargo shorts and like from like just above the knee, they were just, they were just soaked and I had blood running down my leg. And I was like, well, that's not good. So like I go back in the bar and I, I wash, I wash my leg off and it's just like these two, super small like it had to have been like a swiss army like they were not they were not big cuts yeah like it just like it had to it had to have been something small like my pocket knife like if i were to stab someone with my pocket knife like you're gonna know that you got stabbed yeah the pocket knives i carry like they 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 would do damage yeah but like this was just a little one there's like it was like a couple look like a couple little like slits in my leg and I was like, oh, that sucks. And I'm washing it off. And this one bartender, she's like, she's like, oh, you get you should go to the hospital. You should go to the hospital. I was like, and I look at my boss, I was like, hey, we have any super glue? <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? I said, Do we have any super glue? And he's like, no. I said, well, here's I, I look at the bartender, I said, here's five bucks. Go over to Circle K, which is just around the corner. Yeah. And get me a tube of super glue. I know they have it. I bought it from them before. So she scurries out, comes back a few minutes later with the super glue. 
And she's like, what are you going to do with it? And I just like, as like here, hold as like, just hold the fucking, just hold my, hold it together. And so she's like, she's like, she's like you trying not to throw up as she's like squeezing my thigh. And I just like fucking jam. I, I just jam this, <laughs> just rubbing super glue all over my leg. And I was like, all right, let it go. And then I fucking finished super glue and it shut. It burned like a motherfucker, oh, yeah. you know, like super glue does. And she's like, oh, you really should have gone to the hospital. Like, I was like, that's all they're going to do for me at the hospital. Yeah, like, they're just this isn't a it. stitch. They're just going to be, they're just going to put like fucking super glue or new skin on it and go, well, all right, deal with it. Get out there and be somebody. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was, uh, that's my riveting story about being stabbed. That's crazy. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I've super glued wounds closed before. Like that'd be nothing new, but like there was nothing to super glue. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, in that case, there's, you know. Yeah. See, Long, long story short to this day in my desk at work there's a tube of super glue yeah um aside from that after so after monday happened and i you know got myself somewhat taken care of tuesday happened so i'm working tuesday had a, a pretty hefty truckload and i fucking tweak my fucking knee so I'm, I'm cut up from glass, and then I tweak my knee. Wednesday rolls around. I fucking go to step out of the truck and tweak my fucking back again. So I'm fucked. And then Thursday happens. You are and, so old. Yeah, and then there's over, like, one shop had, like, fucking 160 pieces of glass I had to get off my truck, and it was 93 in Nashville, and... Like, it's just like everything, dude, this week was so fucking brutal. I mean, 53 hours on the paycheck, but dude, it was fucking brutal. You are the oldest dude in his early 30s ever. Like, I may act like an old man, but I can still get around and not work and not, you know, have glass knees and a paper back. Yeah, it's, uh, it's gonna be. I've I've I went to the chiropractor um because I don't know if I told you about this but um not this week that we just had but the week before I had a slipped rib. No, I don't recall you mentioning yeah. that. Um, I woke up and I was like stretching like I just had an intense pain in my rib cage, so I'm looking it up, seeing like if it's something stupid, like if there's anything they could do. I'm like I don't remember doing anything, like I don't remember this happening. Well, apparently you can just have a rib slightly slip away from its positioning mm-hmm. and it just hurts like a motherfucker. And you either go to the chiropractor and have them snap you or you just stretch at home. So I did both. But so I'm like, I'm 32. Like, how are my ribs just like falling off? Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling great now. Um chiropractors make me nervous man i've watched too many of those fucking videos i don't let them touch my neck i refuse like snap my spine i can't walk like fucking like fucking anything like i just like i just watch them i just go ah that the the noises that some of them get out of people or i get like like the sound of people cracking their knuckles bothers me and there's one like there's one dude that i work with that cracks his neck regularly and Ooh. I just wish he'd just snap at himself and die. <laughs> Damn. Like, um, 
it just oh it's so gross see i didn't know that and i'm gonna fuck with you now with it but like um, so, like i can handle like because sometimes i crack my knuckles you know my hands and whatnot and that that doesn't bother me it's like the ones that can do it like on command and yeah. it like that's if i just, get one once i'm like good for like the rest of the yeah game. Yeah, like there's people that just like crack, 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 and then like five minutes later they're recracking something else. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what is your what is your malfunction? <laughs> um, so hopefully, hopefully the knees in the back are, uh, you know, in good shape because I am going golfing with your cousin and your father tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's what Dad told me. Uh, we're going to Harbor Dunes. Harbor Dunes. Yeah, so we'll wake up play some golf and then not do shit for the rest of my Sunday. It's going to be a good time. Um, you work, you work tomorrow. <laughs> hey, 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 man, you had like two weekends where you had a bunch of free time. I had, so. I had two weekends. Now I'm not going to have a day off till Thanksgiving. So, oh, all right. Well, it was worth a shot. Yeah. Um, if, if you get home and you want to play some video games, I'll be home. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. Play golf tomorrow. Then uh, Monday is usually a shop day for me. But lately, I've been on the road. Um, I gotta drive all the way out to Schittsburg, um, make a delivery out there, and then come home. Tuesday will be my normal run. Wednesday I'll probably be in the shop, and then Thursday I'll be back out in fucking Nashville. So you know that's that's life. Um, aside from that. I have been painting D and D minis like fucking crazy. Oh, I know. And I sent you a text about this earlier. Like, <laughs> do you, you do you care to tell the, the listeners? Oh, I'm oh, I'm going to. I'm gonna bring it up. So, like, I don't I think it's I think you have a point, like, because of the time difference and like we're not playing video games together every night. Like we still text off and on, but you know, it is what it is. But like when you <laughs> When you post things like that, my instant knee-jerk reaction is to just fucking shit on you. Like, you posted it in that D&D group that I just kind of shadow lurk in until it's time to make fun of yeah, you. until it's time to pounce. Yeah, and I was, I was standing outside smoking, and I saw that, and that was my, like, I half-typed out the joke. <laughs> And I went, you know what? Nope, I'm not going to do it. Because <laughs> as I'm doing it, someone someone else jumped in and said about how cool it looked or whatever. Which, you know, kudos. It looks pretty cool. But, yeah, but, but like, you're, you're going to think it looks cool, but you can't tell me it looks cool. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> I have to call you a fucking nerd for painting, for painting minis. Yeah. like, And that was the initial joke. And then I... And then I sent you the following. Oh, hang on. Me... Yeah, they, these were a good good read. I was mid-poop when I got all these texts. And it yes, I sent you the following. I don't know what it is about you either posting positive things in that D&D group chat or in general that make me want to insult you so bad. Does that make me a bad friend? Like, I do almost anything for you, like, like another brother I never had. But the impulse to insult you is just so strong. Am I a toxic person? Don't answer that last one. Typed it out before I thought about it. <laughs> So, and then you send something back. And then I, uh, I said, I'm like the abusive significant other in every lifetime movie. I think I'm just waiting for you to have that training montage where you learn how to fight and then kill me. So, 
Yeah, I'm just gonna finally be fed up with everything, and I'm gonna yeah. go to like a gun a gun dealer and have him teach me how to shoot. Yeah, and I'm just waiting for you to say that one last thing. Exactly, <laughs> and that's gonna be it. But uh, yeah, no, like the the impulse to go painting miniatures like some fucking nerd. Yeah, like no, I mean, which you'd be completely justified in saying, but dude, it's so cathartic, it's so amazing, and I love it, and it's keeping me occupied. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. I crochet, man. Yeah. I get it. I get a discount on yarn now. What? Yeah. So like, so we have it. We have an Instagram account for work and our marketing person was like, well, why don't, what are some, what are some things about you that people wouldn't know? Like, I was like, well, they don't, they don't know much of anything because it's not their business. (laughs) <laughs> that was that That's was a, my that is such a you answer that is that was my initial response was i don't tell anyone anything because it's not their business it's, nobody needs to know anything yeah it's it's my business not their business <laughs> and she's like well come on i need something i said okay i i crochet and i can knit i i can knit not very well but i crochet from time to time i do some hats and some other shit and she's like oh really and then posted it to she posted that as part of my intro thing on Instagram. And there's a local fucking sewing and yarn shop here mm-hmm. that uh, someone commented. And then they're like, oh, you need to talk to these people. They're the best. And that store was like, yeah, come on in anytime. We'll give you 10% off. So Dude, I was like, that's legit. I was like, I was like, oh, all right. So I walked in and it was creepy because the people when I walked in, they knew who I was. And I was like, I don't know you people. I don't go out much. I've lived here for three months and I don't know anyone aside from the people I work with. And they're like, Oh, Oh, Jared, how are you? I was like, like oh, I, was God. Take, I was taken aback. Cause you know me, I don't, I don't yeah. like strangers. <laughs> Stranger danger. danger. Yeah. And I, was, I, I was, I was like, uh, hello. And then this, this, she's so nice. This really nice lady, she dyes her own yarn and she's like, well, come here. It's like, she's walking me around the shop. Like I bought some new hooks and some yarn. Like I wasn't like, I was just going in there to check shit out, but like, she was so fucking nice to me. Like so sickly nice <laughs> that like, I couldn't not couldn't buy no. something there at like at that moment. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I got, so for uh, any, uh, any elderly ladies, if you're looking for a hookup on yarn, I got you. Damn, you gotta talk, get yourself talk, sugar, mama. Talk, talking to you, grandma Kate. <laughs> talking to you, grandma. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I got that going for me. Which That's is, actually fucking legit. Yeah, no, it it, it is, but it <laughs> was fucking weird. That's fucking dope. I like that. Yeah. Um. Seems well. Seems things are kind of going pretty well for you out there. Yeah. The more I get settled, I've I've got some. Got some real inconsiderate neighbors, but you know. <laughs> hey, dude, same. Um, yeah, but like you have cool guy neighbors. Yeah, I, I do live in a cool guy neighborhood, so it's to be expected. But um, like, like, I mean, I guess like I have one cool guy neighbor who is currently taking up the whole parking lot to fix his truck. So, yeah. Um, before I forget. Um, I plugged the uh, six pack book club on the other podcast. On the I appreciate Brothers. that. Um, 
And I had mentioned previously that you are living in the communist city of Moscow, Idaho. I am. And uh, the the new co-host that we brought in, Cody, goes, he should t- subtitle it, Reading with Your Comrade. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I was like, oh, fuck, I can't forget this. I have to tell him this week. <laughs> oh, man. Um... So continuing on, you know, we'll get away from just bullshitting about things for a little bit. We're, I mean, I'm sure we'll get back to that because that's what we do. Yeah. Um, the thing I wanted to do uh, for this episode, as far as you know, a little, a little kind of like trivia game here, uh, just kind of spice it up a little bit. Oh, thanks for the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, what I'm going to do. Is you are a very low oh god, it's a party now. Um, you are a very large Megadeth and Motorhead fan. As by as uh, evidenced by my recent change of facial hair. Yeah, very much so. So what I have here is I have eight uh different lyrics. They are either from a Megadeth song or a Motorhead song. Mm-hmm. You need to tell me which band did it, and if you can. Tell me what song it came from and even okay. what album it came from if you're feeling free. Oh, yeah. If I could tell you the song, I could tell you the album. Yeah. So we will start with this one. Do you ever think I get lonely? Did you ever think that I needed love? Do you ever think, stop thinking, you're the only one that I'm thinking of? That's a Megadeth song. Correct. Um, shit. Now the hard part. God, the way you read it is fucking fucking me up because you didn't read it like it was sang. So I'm like, I'm having a hard time placing it into the song. I, if I were to try to do that, I couldn't think of it off the top of my head. No, so. you're fine. Could you repeat it for me? Did Did you ever think I get lonely? Did you ever sure. think that I uh, in my life? darkest hour? Correct. That's off of. I know you can do um, it. I believe in you. Shit. So far, so good. So what? Yeah. Thank you. So there Did you is. Ever think I get lonely. Did you ever? Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Like. I knew the song, like, but for you trying to put that. You ever in. think you're the only one that I'm thinking of? Now that you did, like, You'll I can hear it. How hard I, I try, try to find my space and satisfy you too. <laughs> All right, number two. Know your body is made to move. You feel it in your guts. Rock and roll ain't worth the name if it if don't it make, don't you, make strut. you strut. <laughs> don't sweat it. We'll get it back to you. That's overkill. Off of overkill by Motorhead. Correct on all accounts. Iron Child out of Vulcan's Forge, Metal Scream and Thrash. Red Steel and the Driving Wheel. Yeah. Hear the Pistons, Hear the pistons Crash. clash. Black dragon breathing big black smoke, howling up the tracks. I'm riding with the thunder chief, spitting the devil's eye. Um, uh, riding with the driver, 
Motorhead off of Orgasmatron. Damn. Like I said, I had a feeling you were probably going to fly through these, but there was a chance. The I right in with the driver. That's a deep cut. Yeah. That's a good one. Like in my darkest hour, that's a pretty big Megadeth song. Overkill's, Overkill's a pretty big, big Motorhead song. Riding with the driver. That's one of my favorite songs off of Orgasmatron. Orgasmatron is a very overlooked Motorhead album. Like top to bottom, like Riding with the Driver, uh, Orgasmatron. Uh, oh shit! Why am I blanking on on my other the other one? Built for Speed. Yeah, there's a lot of good songs on Orgasmatron. All right, you're three for three and three for three on all of those. Ladies and gents, we're still alive. By the skin of our teeth, now it's killing time. Angel in her pocket, devil by our side. We ain't going nowhere because heroes never die. Oh, shit. (laughs) Repeat that for me. Ladies and gents, we're still alive. By the skin of our teeth, now it's killing time. Angel in our pocket, devil by our side. We ain't going nowhere because heroes never die. God damn. I can't hear it. Yeah, see, that's why like, I didn't look up how to do them because I knew if I gave you anything. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It makes sense. Is it a Megadeth song? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. I can't think of the song though. At all? No, I can't place it. Do you want me to give you the album or the song? Give me the, just give me the song. I'll give you the album. Oh, Blood of Heroes. Oh shit, Blood of Heroes. Was that on Euthanasia? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. <clears throat> I make love to mountain lions. Sleep on red. I'm so bad, baby. I don't care. Motorhead off of 1912. Another fucking killer Motorhead album. (laughs) I thought it was 1916. Or 1916. You're right. Because the song 1916 is a really sad song about people dying. (laughs) And it's when Lemmy actually sings instead of just fucking... Gravelly, gravel throat, everything. Yeah, I, I say I got I got through. I make love to mountain lions. And That's one of my favorite of opening lines. <laughs> um, barren land that once filled the need are are worthless now. Dead without a deed, slipping away from an iron grip. Nature's scales are forced to tip. That's Megadeth. Yes. Uh is it foreclosure of a dream? Yep. And then foreclosure off a dream was uh, also off, also off of uh, euthanasia. Nope. No, no foreclosure of a dream. Oh, I can see the album cover. <laughs> it's the one with the really scrawny dude dying. Um, because euthanasia is the one where Vic Rattlehead's hanging the babies from the fucking clothesline. Yep. Um. Shit. 
It deals with time, if that helps. Countdown to Extinction. Yup. Hypnosis guides my hand. I slip slide through the walkways. Sit in Granny's rocking chair. Memories are whirling by. I forgot I forgot all about this song until I, I looked it up. Hit me again? Hypnosis guides my hand. I slip slide through the walkways. Sit in Granny's oh, rocking chair. Memories shit. are whirling by. Shh, I can hear it. It's a Megadeth song. Correct. Oh, shit. Give me the album. Rust in peace. Oh fuck! I'm gonna feel like a real idiot now because I know that I think that's your favorite album by them. Uh, well, killing is my business is my favorite. Rust in peace is second. Oh shit! <laughs> I can't think of it. Lucretia. God, God damn it! I was gonna say Lucretia. <laughs> Honestly, though, overall, you're doing fantastic. Like You've gotten the band right every time. Um, this one, I know for a fact you'll get. Um, you'll probably stop me within the first little bit here. Um, obsequious and arrogant, clandestine and vain, 2,000 years of misery, of torture in, torture my, in name. my name. Hypocrisy Fucking made paradise. Motorhead, Orgasmatron, off of Orgasmatron. Yep. Yes, I am the one orgasmatron, the <laughs> outstretched name... grasping hand. <laughs> My name is called religion, sadistic, sadistic, sacred whore. Yep. You know, overall, so there was three for each one. So what, what's fucking three times eight? 24. One, two, three, four. You got 20 total. Yeah. Yeah. Lucretia kind of fucked you up. Yeah, because I knew because like I could hear it, but I couldn't like I was between that and fucking uh, Dawn Patrol, and I couldn't think I couldn't think of which one. Now that I'm sitting here replaying the song in my head, I should have <laughs> known because at the beginning of Lucretia, there's that laugh. Yep. I was gonna do five magics, but like the entire song is a dead fucking giveaway. Yes. So- I think we will revisit this because there's plenty of Motorhead Megadeth songs for me to do this with. Yes. No, that was fun. I enjoyed that. So you did, honestly. I I, I knew you'd get every, I, I had a feeling you'd get every, like each one right as far as which band it was. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect you to get hung up as much on the song. The but, one that the one that you picked from Euthanasia. Uh what was which what was it? Blood of Heroes. Blood of Heroes, yeah. Euthanasia. I wasn't a big fan of that Megadeth album. So that one that one that one was pretty pretty simple. Uh I was pissed that I couldn't I couldn't remember what fucking album right off the rip that foreclosure of a dream was on. I love that <laughs> song. Um 
I was gonna put Moto Psycho in there. See, but- when you when you told me that you were gonna do this, I fully expected Moto Psycho to be on here. I was gonna put the actual lyric in there for the yeah. main chorus, but just change it to motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, I totally expected you to do something like that. Oh, trust me, I fucking thought about yeah. it. Because when you said it, I was like, he's going to throw in fucking motorcycle just for or motorcycle. Just, you see, you got me fucking saying it. <laughs> just for the memes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'm going to revisit that probably for another episode and get and go a little deeper. Get a little get a little more obscure on them. Speaking of music, have you had a chance to listen to the Foo Fighters cover the Bee Gees? Uh, I know you mentioned it to me. But I have yet to listen to it. Oh my goodness. So goddamn good. Ugh. I've been lis- I've been listening to it like at work, like nonstop. How many songs did they do? A whole album. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they did uh they they even they hit some like obscure BG songs too. Let me pull up the old Sportify. Yeah, so like they hit. You should be dancing, night fever, tragedy, more than a woman, which so more good. Than a woman. And then they did shadow dancing, which isn't which is tech which isn't technically a BG song, but it was done by Andy Gibb, who's their who's the BG's other brother. Uh, but yeah, no, so good. If you like the Foo Fighters and you like the Bee Gees, well, I do I do enjoy the the, the Foo Fighters. And the name of the album is called Hail Satin instead of Hail Satan, which is, uh, you know, great. And and they're called the DGs. (laughs) That's what they put on the album. That's that's even better. Uh, Yeah, say because it says Hail Satin is an album by American rock band Foo Fighters under the name DGs. Yep. So I did find the right thing. I thought it was the wrong album at first. Yeah, no, that's it. And then they've got like, so they did some Bee Gees covers. And then I think like the last, the last few songs are uh, off of uh, their latest album, Medicine at Midnight. Well, we're going to download that to my phone right now. Yeah. So Uh, good. Dave Grohl. What a man. What a gentleman. Oh. What a man, what a man, what a man. What a mighty good man. Well, do you uh, do you want to take a potty break and then go into questions? Do you want to go straight into questions? I would love to take a potty break and refresh my beverage. Yes. Allow us, fine folks, a potty break. Be right back. The On The Radar podcast features interviews. But like you said, you've done your research. <laughs> you've prepared for this. I've got an economics degree that kind of lends itself right. to research. We were like, let's go break stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like me and Alex are like, I, I want to scream about how sex is weird because I'm 15. Because <laughs> I am weird. And I'm weird. <laughs> and I want to break my guitar because feelings are weird. I know what sex is. I was just wondering if you knew. <laughs> <laughs> and studio performances. Good. 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 Good.
artists coming to, through, and from the greater Midwestern areas. Go check it out on all your podcast feeds and follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at OnTheRadarPC. I wonder if... uh... No, I already consented once. That means I consent all the time. I don't belong. No. And no. just like that, folks, we're back with Jared's no. consent to be being or having him recorded. No, we are back from the pee break. I don't I don't appreciate this. <laughs> uh, we hope you enjoyed the first half of the show. Now it's time to get into some questions here. You have to ask for my consent every time, not just the first time. <laughs> no. But say that yes can now be no. You don't know my rules. Exactly. <laughs> but no, we are back. Maybe I'm not interested anymore. Yes, that's the story of my fucking life right there. <laughs> yeah, fucking tell me about it, right? <laughs> oh, you were interested five minutes ago and now you changed your mind? Well, I guess it's right. That's par for the fucking course. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, but what we'll do now is go back to a, a segment that we haven't done since we've returned. And that is question time, formerly known as Kyle's Corner until he gave it up because he couldn't keep up with Lisa. Now well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, uh, few people can keep up with our resident question meister. That's a very that's a very fair point. All right. So the first question that this angel asks I didn't what ask are any questions? Huh? I didn't ask any questions. I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> what artist or band do you always recommend when someone asks for a music re- recommendation? Well, that's a loaded question. Because I got to ask them like several questions before I can say anything. But like, so just like something that kind of fits all tastes or. Like, that, like, so, like, when you're, I don't know. My, I, my, I had, I my, had, I had a thought, and then I lost it. So my go-to answer, because it, it would be several different, but with the kick I've been on lately for this band, it would probably be them right now. It would probably be a day to remember. Um, I'm a giant a day to remember fan. I, I honestly think I like them. And it, it's hard to say. I think I'd almost have them jump Foo Fighters and Incubus these days. But sorry, I, I, had all, to, I had to keep the vomit in my mouth. I said almost. Um, but it it would definitely <laughs> probably, it, right now would be a day to remember. I'm on such a kick. Their new album is fantastic. And when it comes to rock, they do have you know that more of your screamy, yelly stuff. But they also have a lot more singing more of your punk and a lot less of your your anger filled music as well they they encompass a lot more than just one thing mine's always minus the bear that's a good shout like like if if you if you just want like if you just want something that you can fucking jam to like minus the bear minus you can jam to minus the bear yeah that's a that's that's a way better answer. Um, because minus the bears, like I would when I was on my big Minecraft kick, like I would just blast that, and like Minecraft's already super chill and just kind of mm-hmm. like whatever anyway. But then you put minus the bear on top of that, 
it's just like nothing else fucking mattered. Yeah. The one minus the bear is good for anything. Like you want, you want to get fucking hype. They got hype songs. You want to just fucking relax. They got relaxed songs. You just want something while you're fucking cleaning up your house. They got those too. Yeah. Minus the bears where it's at like two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> also too. I always like to throw out a uh, Tegan and Sarah because I, uh, you know, I love Tegan and Sarah. Who doesn't? I would I would honestly probably throw no, they're not the same since uh Chester died, but I would always recommend Forever Lincoln Park. I was never a big Lincoln Park fan. Not angry enough. Too much angst. That's fair. If you can have an all expenses paid trip to see any famous world monument, which monument would you choose? Say that one more time. If you had, if you could have an all expenses paid trip to see any famous world monument, which monument would you choose? Coliseum, hundred percent. Um, I oh, me, Roman history is just gives me a giant fucking nerd boner. Um, but just to be there, like to sit, like maybe I don't, I don't know what the tours consist of or what you can and cannot do there. But I would love to just like sit somewhere in the Coliseum and look down at like what the view was, go through like the cells and the like the catacombs underneath the actual fighting rink or the a main arena section where they kept all the aminals and and people down in there. Um, just just to go through the the Coliseum would probably be the my number one answer. It'd be fucking incredible. I would love it so much. Hmm. I don't know. See, I figured you'd have an answer locked and loaded. No, I don't. Um, because mainly because I just don't care. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Great Wall of China would be cool. Um, to tie into your Roman thing, to go see Hadrian's Wall in uh the wall that they built to keep the scots out mm-hmm. in england that'd be pretty cool um yeah i i might say the great wall yeah we'll just go with that because i just don't I'm, i don't have a strong feeling on this um if animals could talk which animal would be the most annoying now can it be like a certain species within a certain animal sure just pick an animal because chihuahuas would be the answer chihuahuas be annoying as fuck them or cats nah i don't think cats would be so bad i feel like any small dog would be annoying yeah because they're annoying i think cats would just be assholes which, you know, I can appreciate. Yeah, small dogs. Fuck yeah. them. Especially chihuahuas. Fuck them. Eh, there are more annoying dogs than chihuahuas. Like, fucking Jack Russells are annoying. All, small dogs are just annoying in general. <laughs> What's the most... Oh, God, this is a loaded question. What's the most addicted to a, a game you've ever been? Oh, fuck. 
depends on like which which age of of gaming I'm in. But I think for me personally, the one game it's tough now that I'm thinking about it. It's it's tough between two. With with the amount of time that or my, as many times as I beat Mass 2, that's up there. But I think as far as addiction goes, I just could not stop playing Skyrim. I had over 300 hours into Skyrim. And I'm not ashamed about that. I just like I played three different characters, three different ways, and I just could not stop playing that fucking game. Skyrim's a good one. Uh Gladius. Dude, Gladius, it, Gladius is my thought for you. Gladius yeah. and Tales of Symphonia. Gladius, well, both of those, because I was gonna say Tales next. Um pick a Mass Effect game. Yeah. Skyrim's another one I lost a lot of time in. Oblivion, I lost a lot of time in. Morrowind, I lost a lot of time in. Um... <laughs> Shit. Uh, trying to think what other game I've lost. I've lost a lot of time. Like that, that's my problem. Is that like? The way the uh, the Witcher three, I probably have almost four hundred hours in. Um, like Assassin's Creed is a series. Uh, yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, and and each of those games, I probably have at least one hundred and fifty hours in, in each game. Um, like that's my problem. Is like if I'm in a game, Gears is another one. I play through Gears a bunch. You and me both. And if you include online, then fuck, Gears wins hands down. Uh, that's my problem. Like when I get into a game, like I am in it to win it, and I need everything. I'm a mm-hmm. completionist. Like that's why if you if you watch me play RPGs, like watching me play Mass Effect is probably horrible for some people because if I need. I need to find everything. If you're somebody who wants to just get through a story, don't watch Jared. Yeah, don't. Um, if you want to see all the side missions and all the other cool shit that you can do, watch you, you watch me. Yeah, because <laughs> and and Jared's kind of you know pushed his weird fucking video game habits and beliefs onto me to the point where now I do the same fucking shit. And it's like, well, I didn't go see this part of the map. I better go run 14 miles back the other way now. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the way I'm supposed to go. Better go the, the opposite direction. <laughs> oh, I've run out of side quests. Now I guess I have to actually play the game. Yeah. Let me go do one main quest to unlock more side quests. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, Gears probably, if you're looking at overall time, the Gears series definitely wins. I think I think that'd be the same for me because the amount of time um, you and I play it together. Yeah. But man, like I've just, yeah, like I, it took, I, it took me, I played like, like 180 hours on one playthrough of Gladius. And that game is not one of those that's built to no, it's spend not. that much time. No, playing, not even a little bit. Unless you play it like I do. Uh, Tales of, oh man, Tales of Symphonia. Oh, it's so <laughs> fun. Um, but yeah. What's the coldest you've ever been? Hmm. 
Now are we talking temperature or like me being a I'm dick? I'm interpreting it as temperature. Okay. Um probably when I was still towing when we had that winter where we were we hit like negative 30 and then like negative 50 with the wind. Yeah. Um I actually had to put on an extra sweatshirt that day. So I think that's probably the cold. Like just being out in the wind was probably the coldest I had ever been. Like it was it was a little rough. Not gonna lie. Well, it, it was, was it was bad then. Like because like I remember being at work and walking outside and like my mustache just instantly froze. Yes, I gotta hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah, and like or, you could only be outside for like three minutes, and then otherwise you know you were gonna fucking explode. Oh yeah, that yeah I didn't care about that. I love well, cold yeah. weather though. Like, and I know you do too. Like cold weathers are shit. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, everybody else is like super bundled up. I like, I threw on an extra jacket and yeah. I was just fine. Like, yeah. Like I don't even, I don't even recall wearing an extra layer. I just put my coat on and went, yep, it's going <laughs> to suck. Yeah. The only reason I mean, cause I spent prolonged periods of time yeah. outside. So yeah, like, you're I different. Just, like I, I, I had to, but yeah, then when it when it hit negative fifty, it was like the cold, coldest temperature I'd ever experienced in my life. That was pretty cold, but like if we're like, so this last time I was sick and I was running a fever, like I got the chills so bad that I was I was like un like you know how sometimes when you get a fever and you get the chills, like you yeah. kind of shake a little bit. Like I was uncontrollably shaking under every blanket I own. Just mm-hmm. sitting, just cur- curled in bed in the fetal position, just un- like I couldn't sleep. I was shaking so bad, and then just sweating. I was cold and sweating. That see, it was I hate that. Like yeah. when you're sick and you got the cold sweats. The cold sweats are the fucking worst. Yeah, that was probably the coldest I ever felt. Because like I could not get enough blankets. Like I yeah. could not get warm. You had to get into a sauna. Yeah, like I even tried taking a hot shower, and like I'm standing in the shower just fucking shaking. But anyway, which protagonist from a book or movie would make the worst roommate? Fuck. So, yeah. So basically, which main character would you not want to live with? From a book or a movie? Yeah. It's a good question. Hmm. Trying to think. Uh, You got anything? I instantly started thinking Lord of the Rings. See, okay, here's the fucked up part. I went to The Hobbit specifically. See, I would see, I think living with Bilbo would be cool. Frodo to me is a buzzkill. Yes, because now would you consider the dwarves in the Hobbit protagonists? Oh, dude, I'm totally in. I'm I'm in with Thor and Oakenshield. But the like, mess, the mess, and the constant partying. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I didn't even think about that. I'm in. <laughs> But now that you put it out there, dude, Frodo would be kind of a shit roommate. Yeah. Because like I mean, just... look at look at how many times Sam had to fucking bail his dumb ass out. Yeah. I can't carry the ring, Mr. Frodo, but I can't carry you, 
Yeah. Sam carried that series. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And literally and figuratively. But, yeah. But yeah, I think Frodo would be a shit fucking roommate. Yeah. Just be a mopey all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, even when he's not, even when he doesn't have, like, oh no, this whole evil thing is fucking killing me. Like, he's not exactly the coolest guy. No, he's not the best hobbit, like, at all. No. Like, no. N- Mary and Pippin would be I was just going to say, Mary and Pippin would be dope. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, anything else, like, outside of the Lord of the Rings. But my, my, like, it was fucked up because you and I both went to Lord of the Rings because I instantly went to the dwarves from fucking The Hobbit. Yeah, I'd totally be all in on that. Um, yeah, I don't think I could handle it. No. No. I get mad when somebody's music's too loud down the street. I couldn't handle yeah. fucking Thor and Oakenshield. Well, that and all that and all the, that and all the, the heavy drinking. It's too much. Yeah. That's, that's right up your alley. Yeah. I'll never I'll never forget I'll never forget when the one day that you and Andy came down to visit me when I was still living in BG and Matt and I were playing tequila we were playing tequila pong. Yeah. And Matt and I just kept taking uh like triple shots of tequila, just straight <laughs> I, tequila. I got mama's car towed that night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're just like just the look on your face as we're just fucking blindly like just I, I like tequila, and I can take shots of tequila. I can't take shots like you took those shots of tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got pretty fucked up that night. Um, but anyway, back to the question. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what other character from a movie I wouldn't want to live with. Like main character from a movie. I think Deadpool would be a shit roommate. But at the same time, I think he'd be fun. But yeah, I think. I think it'd be fun until someone came to your apartment trying to kill him. Yeah. And which, you're just there. Which seems like it would happen frequently. Yeah. And I'm not down for that. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, as much as I love him, I don't think Ace Ventura would be a good roommate. All the fucking animals in the house. Yeah, I wouldn't be cool with that. I really can't think of anything else. Yeah, I'm blanking. I'm I'm just thinking about video games now. Okay, like what 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 video game main characters? See, but I'm not thinking of like 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 so like since we were talking about Mass Effect earlier, like I wouldn't want to live with the Salarians. I would. I think I would like it at first to live with the Krogans, but I think it would get old after a while. No. Shut your face. <laughs> Obviously, uh, the Asari would be the top tier roommate. Well, yeah, well, that, that's just a given. Them or the Koreans. Again, I would agree. But uh, let me let me look at my books. <laughs> yeah, you nerd. Um huh. Nothing. Like I'm looking. At I, I'm looking at like I'm looking at my uh, Song of Ice and Fire. That's yeah, Game of Thrones for you fucking inbreds that haven't read the books. Um, 
Jesus. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking of all the like the protagonists in 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 that series. Like, like I I wouldn't want to live with Jon Snow. He'd just be a fucking downer the whole. Yeah, he's I just. He's... I don't want it. Well, that was the last season. Like the last Still. season was a fucking garbage can. Um, I don't know. Like Jon Snow might be all right. Sansa's kind Tyr- of a stuck up bitch. Tyrion uh, would be a top tier roommate. Yeah, Tyrion would be a top Dude, tier Tyrion, roommate. Yeah, just hookers and fucking beer all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyrion would be a top tier roommate. Um, and plus, you got Braun hanging out with you for like most exactly. of the series. Like, man, I'm that's, all in on that. Um, yeah, that's really all I can think of. Yeah. Do you eat a food that's past its expiration date if it still smells and looks fine? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, unless like I can ex- see gross or smell the stank, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, expiration dates are just suggestions. Go yeah, fuck like, yourself. Like, I did that the other day. I had eggs and they were like two weeks past. But I think you can get like a month out of eggs if they're in the fridge. Well, and two, it depends. Like, you, once you crack it open, you'll know. Yeah, like they seem so. fine. So, and not, and you're you're still alive. Yeah, so. I'm not dead. So. Yeah, so you got that going for you. <laughs> but yeah, like whatever. Oh, this will be an interesting. One. What's the most ridiculous thing you've ever bought? Oh, a lot. Um, the one thing I can think of off the top of my head was when I bought the Super Mac Daddy edition of Gears Three, just so I could have a Marcus statue. Mm-hmm. Um, that's up there. That's up there for sure. Uh, I don't. I mean, in that same vein, uh, I have purchased the exclusive systems to Gears Three, Four, and Five. Yep. So, aside from that, I don't really consider anything I buy ridiculous. Yeah. No. Like maybe yeah. maybe the signed discs that I have, like for the pros, but I still don't think that's too ridiculous. Because I just got another one of those. Now I don't have anything that I look at and go, wasted money on that, or why did I buy that? The only time I've ever really done that is if like I can't find something, so I buy it to replace it, and then I find that thing, and then I'm pissed about it. Yeah. But even then, I really don't. I buy things that uh, I buy them for a reason. What's the funniest comedy skit you've ever seen? Um, skit? Probably any of the Californians from Saturday Night Live. That, that's good. <laughs> the Californians. Um, I also. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, man, on SNL, which uh, let me look at my fucking YouTube search history. You've been YouTube and some Saturday Night Live recently. I do from time to time. From time to time. Um, uh, let's say like maybe. Uh, would you consider like an entire stand-up like a comedy sketch? I don't know. You could just like cite a, a specific bit from. 
because I I'd think like uh Dave's Dave Chappelle with the uh the white friend bit um from yes. telling them softly. Yeah. Yes, his white friend Chip. Yeah, Chip, Chip, no, Chip, don't do it. But it was too late. Chip was already up there. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm a little high. Trying um, to uh, trying to find Third Street. Damn. See now I'm blanking. Yes. Like Dude, Cal- um, Californians jumped out of me instantly. California, the Californians is real good. Um, gosh, if you're talking SNL, like recently, gosh, anything with Bill Hader, for, oh, yes. typically always crushed me. Uh, when he did the Vincent Price Halloweens, dude, those were fucking money. Those were those killed. Um, anytime, and it's an obscure impression. Anytime he'd do the impression of James Carville on Saturday Night Live, yeah, it's just because I'm shaped like a bullet. Yep, that 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 killed. I mean, Stefan was obviously funny. Yeah, that's a beautiful one. Um, but say I was just thinking too. Um, with Mad TV, any uh, Stewart sketch? Uh, Mad TV, or, Coach Hines. That I was gonna say, or Coach Hines. That was uh, you cut me off, but. Yeah, it was Stewart and Coach Hines. Yeah. Coach Hines will for Yamanashi, get out of here. I'm gonna set you on fire. Yeah. No, um gosh, uh if you ever go back and watch Monty Python's Flying Circus, uh it's hard, it's hard to put one. The lumberjack sketch is good. Yes. Um, Ministry the, of Silly Walks, Dead Parrot, the Ministry of Silly Walks. Um, yeah, no, there's a whole bunch of them, but perhaps a further conversation on that another time. <laughs> but yeah, no, like this, so funny. What's the most depressing meal you've eaten? Depressing meal that yeah. I've eaten. Does spaghetti straight out of a can count as depressing? No. Okay, good. Then I don't feel as bad now. No, are you kidding me? How else do you eat spaghettios? Some people put them in a bowl or they fucking cook them first. Like fucking what? what? You don't need to. No, it's pretty cooked. You just eat that like can like a normal human being. Yeah, cook them like that, some kind of degenerate. That, yeah, that's dirtying a bowl. <laughs> you have a perfectly good bowl. It's called the can. Yeah, just need a spoon. Yeah. For a while, I had a bunch of plastic silverware here at the house, so I didn't even have to do dishes whenever I ate spaghettios. It was great. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, I th- I think anytime I uh, when I'm resorting to just ramen, it's it's pretty depressing. Oh man, but sometimes I got the hankering Dude, for ramen. Sometimes a good fucking packet of fucking beef ramen just hits the spot. Yeah, <laughs> especially beef ramen. Yeah, people sleep on the beef ramen. They always go for chicken. Chicken's great. Don't get me wrong, but the beef just hits different. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't really know. Outside of that. Oh no, I got one. The way I used to make grilled cheese. Oh yes, with one Very slice depressing. of cheese. So depressing. Just a cheese stained bread. Yeah. Oh my god, that was the worst. 
that's that's my answer and i'm and i'm pretty sure maybe you would agree with me because i liked it this way but nobody else did when i'd make my macaroni and cheese soup see i like soupy mac and cheese but like yours like there's legitimate standing liquid yeah in yours and that's gross to me yeah like how like how do you do that cheese stained bread was is probably yeah, my cheese most stained bread idea. mine and and i'm sure when i ask this question when my dad listens to this, he knows exactly what I'm going to say. So a few years ago, dad and I went to go visit Uncle Jeff. Oh, no, I know this story. And his wife, <laughs> God lover, I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And it was just is not a pleasant dining experience. Aside from that, another one, two. So uh, one of my best friends growing up, he and his, he got, it was sister got married first and then he got married. They got married at the same reception, at the same church and they had their food at their same reception hall by the same caterer. And it was the saddest fucking wedding food I've ever had in my life. And I've had shitty catered meals, but I especially can hear, I can just hear the anger in your voice, especially because it's what I do for a living. You're right? Like it's so bad to go to a wedding and just have the worst food ever. And before, so we went to my buddy's sister's wedding. Dad will remember this too. Well, mom will too. They both listen to it, so. But we get to the parking where we, so we leave the ceremony and it was one of those like ca- classic Catholic ceremonies. So it was like seven hours long. Oh yeah. The, you, you probably had to do like the hokey pokey, a couple jumping jacks. Yeah. And then you had to squat the Bible 14 times. So we get to the parking lot of the reception and dad looks at me. I'll never forget. He looks at me. He's like, I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> and I was like, what? I, and it didn't click with me. Because anytime, like, anytime we go to anything, any, like, reception or anything that's catered, I always have something to say about it. And uh, he's like, I just don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear it. I just don't want to hear it. So, and mom, knowing what's coming, she, so we get in line to eat. Dad's in front of, dad's in front of me. There's me and then mom's behind me. And we get to the buffet and I'm standing there and I, I said it pretty loud, at least loud enough for like three or four people around us to hear. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And dad looks at me like, shut the fuck like, up. Sh- like, shut the fuck up. And then, and mom, who's, who's like the fucking devil on my shoulder is like, yeah, look at the, are those green beans out of a fucking can? Like, what is this garbage? And we sit, so like we get this shitty food. And we sit down, we start eating and like dad is trying, trying so hard to make this sound good or like make it not as depressing as it is. Well, this isn't so bad, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dad, that's like fucking frozen potatoes and cheese sauce. That's what their (laughs) bullshit cheesy potatoes are. They're not even good. And, and mom and mom's sitting next to me. She's like, yeah, they're not. And, and I was like, and so we leave the reception and mom's like, and we get in the car and mom's like, Hey, there's a McDonald's by the hotel. Let's stop and get something to eat. And dad's like, but we just had dinner. And mom's like, no, we didn't. 
No, that was not dinner. So fast forward, I think it was, I think it was the year after we go up for my buddy's wedding, and again, same food, except this time, like, so I have slowly turned my father into a snob, <laughs> much like myself. Yeah. So like we get there and we get up to the buffet and he's, he just kind of looks at, he doesn't say anything cause he's too polite. He doesn't say anything, but he just looks at me like we're definitely going to McDonald's after this fucking reception. <laughs> like he didn't have to say it like that looks at it all. Yeah. Yeah, and then of course, you know, mom and I are just standing there just ripping it apart, going, I can't believe they serve this to people. Wouldn't even <laughs> serve wouldn't even serve this to fucking prisoners. And just yeah. You yeah, guys we're, you guys together are like this dynamic duo of douchebaggery when it comes to food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when Big D and I are on the same page, like it's it's, it's dangerous. But uh yeah, no, those would be the two most depressing meals I've eaten. Three most depressing meals I've eaten. I'm trying to think, is there another one? I don't know, but you want to talk about depressing and food? Like, I was really depressed the one night that we found out that Del Mar was closed. Oh, yeah, because Tuna was with us. Yeah, we just wanted the breakfast special. Yeah, we wanted our entire fucking table to be covered in food. Yeah. That was, was such close. a man. Well, that wasn't even a meal that was depressing. It was just depressing that we didn't get the meal. Yeah. Oh, that's God. what I'm saying. It just it was such a bummer. Yeah. So many hungover breakfasts at that place. Yeah. And and late nights after shows. Yeah. Now I'm sad. Yeah. Anyway. What tips or tricks have you picked up from your job slash jobs? none that really benefit me in everyday life other than the fact that people fucking suck um i've just like working in towing really kind of taught me the how to like handle people who are in irate like moods and kind of like tone calm people down and talk them through shit um i also learned a, a very important two lesson word um, when it comes to towing cars. And that you is, mean a two word lesson? What did I say? A two lesson word? No, same thing. Um, tomato, potato, you know. Um, so you say tomato, I say go fuck yourself. Exactly. You get it. Um, is, the, is the lesson of everything drags? Uh, it was people think, like, well, you're not going to get my car. It can't do this. Watch me, motherfucker. Um, hope you don't like your tires, bitch. It's coming with me. But other than that, I really, aside from like how to deal with people better and be a more calming force for, for people when they're having a shit day, I really didn't pick up any like life lessons or tips that would help me outside of that job. Even this current job, I've learned how to move glass from one place to another. Well, you know, that's valuable. I'd say, and I learned how to not break it, but, you know, my arm says otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing, like, in my job is how to, 
I think one thing is interacting with people and learning how to um, learning quickly, how to identify, how to best communicate with them. Um, and also learning how to judge uh, accurately, quickly, whether someone's full of shit or not. Um, but, you know, it, again, that's another trait I inherited from my mother that I, I make snap judgments very quickly on people. And it could just be the way you say hello to me. And mm. I already have a preconceived notion of how much of a shit human being you are. <laughs> um but so that and then like managing, like learning how to solve problems quickly, because in my line of work, things go wrong all the time and you have to figure out very quickly how to fix that problem. Sometimes it's not the best solution, but having a solution is better than having no solution. Yeah. So I would say that. What outdoor activity haven't you tried but would like to? Hmm. There is, there's, there's two. Um, one requires me to stop being such a pussy when it comes to being in high places. That was my first thought, and I don't care. What? Because my first thought was like, fucking like zip lining or bungee jumping or something i want to fucking zip line so bad but like i cannot bring myself to being up high enough to warrant a zip line no this this much human and same in your case should not be in a high place nope um but yeah i would love to zip line i just gotta you know suck it up and not be a bitch and get up high uh the other thing i would love to do um I've seen it on Facebook. I've seen it on YouTube. There's like these outdoor like roller coasters down mountains. I don't no, know if you've seen these. That. that would be sick. I would fucking love that. Fuck like that. Going, going through woods over fucking uh no fucking rivers and shit. No. Oh, Go fuck so yourself. Sick. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm definitely like, nothing I'm, nothing about that sounds like fun. Oh yeah, it does man. I look dope as shit. No. Now I'm I'm with you on bungee jumping. Like fuck that. No, there's I'm not trusting some rubber thing to stop me from fucking wily coyoteing my ass through the fucking world. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> no. No. Um, the only thing I could think of is because I'm just fucking enamored with watching the videos. Like, you ever watch those videos of the it's it's always two dudes. They're like out in this jungle and then they make like a spa like out like out of bamboo and shit. Like they make their own pools Are you and like shelters a, and it's stuff. It's like, like primitive something on YouTube? No, 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 no. That dude's a whole different animal. I've come across these guys on Facebook. They show up every once in a while. I just get fucking enamored with watching watching their videos where they just build like these shelters in the middle of the jungle. It's it like, like a pool. Is it like two Indian dudes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know what dude like, you're talking about. Yeah, like that to me is fucking cool. Yeah, that's sick. Like yeah. just the just the way and and it's so it, it works so well. And most of the time, like they like have no tools. Like they just find rocks and do all this shit. Yeah, or they do it by hand. Yeah. I'm like, man, that is fucking cool. That's yeah, dude. It's fucking incredible the shit they do. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of because fuck high places. 
I really don't want to get my ass into a boat. So like any of that kayaking bullshit, they, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> I love anyway. kayaking. Um, I don't. Whatever. Another I can, thing, you know what? I can float. I can float on water just fine, laying on my back. Another thing I want to do. Uh, me and Aaron were thinking about doing it a while back. Uh, magnet fishing. You just you were telling ma- me about this. Yeah, we. I think we talked about it on the show a while back. Um, it was like probably right after I got back from seeing Aaron one year. Um, you just get like a heavy duty rope on top of a fucking really strong ass, like 300, 400 pound magnet. Well, magnetic strength magnet. And you just yeet the some bitch into like a river or something. And you just pull shit off the bottom. See, now that's kind of cool. See, that's, that's dope. Yeah. I could get behind doing that. Yeah. I, I'm probably going to end up doing that next summer. Uh, what songs hit you with a wave of nostalgia every time you hear them? Nostalgia? Yeah. Fuck. Mo- most of minus the bear. Yeah. Yeah. Most of minus the bear just takes you back to high school. Those fucking road trips we'd take or just drives. Um, Tegan and Sarah still hits me for the same reasons. Mm. Mm. Tegan and Sarah. Yeah, I, I think I think 90% of fucking Minus the Bears discography sends me back. Yeah. Uh, that um, trying to think like I have a lot of like as we all do like no matter how stupid it sounds like everyone has like songs tied to relationships. Yeah. Like everybody does especially when you're especially like high school and just out of high school and all that kind of shit. Cause like, cause like minus the bear hits me on both of those fronts. Uh, Sun red sky blue by Kenna. Ooh, that song came on shuffled today when I was doing my errands, mm-hmm. such a crunchy jam. Uh, a lot of Ted Leo and the pharmacists, uh, particularly timorous me or, un- or under the hedge. Um, me and Mia hearts of Oak. Bridges Squared. Uh, those are oh, also so good Ted Leo songs. Um, um, what's the fucking piebald song I'm thinking of? What, Fear and Loathing on Cape Cod? That's a good one. Or American Hearts. American Hearts. Yeah, piebald does it for me in general. Piebald, yeah. Piebald's the one that reminds me of the fucking the road trips because those are always sing-along jams. Yep. Uh, one song that definitely gives me nostalgia back to when I was real young. Um, when me and the cousins and everybody else, like we would all jump in my grandfather's, my mom's dad, uh, into his blue Astro van. Uh, one of his favorite songs was baby likes to rock it by the tractors. And I have it on my phone. It's like, it's just that song that sends me back to those days. It just kind of reminds me of my grandfather. Uh, you talk about that, like the, like Mariah Carey's self-titled album always reminds me when mom and I were living in Massachusetts. Cause that was like, cause like the two or three cassettes, that's how old the car was that. <laughs> well, I see these weren't even, they were a thing, but not, not popular, but the, cause like the three cassettes, I vividly remember her having in that car was Mariah Carey, the best of night Ranger and Def Leppard's hysteria. I was gonna say, I bet one of them was fucking Def Leppard. Yeah. Those are the three cassettes, and I don't understand. Like, I we never like we rarely listen to the Night Ranger one, so I never understood that. 
But like whenever we'd get in the car, it was always Mariah Carey or Def Leppard. I don't, but so like Def, like Hysteria, that whole album um, makes me nostalgic for when I was a kid. Um, you talk about your grandfather, uh, my my mom's dad. Uh, anytime, like so on Sundays, the one local AM station always had the polka party on Sunday mornings. And he would turn it up full blast. You could hear it down the street. <laughs> and because we'd go over to the house every Sunday and he'd be sitting on, he'd be sitting on the front stoop, much like I am now, actually shorts, no shirt. Yeah. Shorts, no shirt, typically a towel over his shoulder, a cigar hanging out of his mouth, socks up to his knees and in sandals, which I never understood. But that uh, like, so anytime I hear, any kind of polka music, whether it's a joke or not, I think about that. He was also a big fan of Conway Twitty. Okay. In particular, the song Tight Fit and Jeans. Kanye, Conway Twitty had fucking like collars on his shirts that were like basically wings. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, he was also a fan of changing the lyrics to songs. So I can't remember who sings it, but there's a country song called Two Sparrows in a Hurricane. I can't remember who sings it, but he used to sing Two Pigeons in a Shitstorm. Um, but no, like there are certain songs that hit so me you, like so that. So you got that habit from your grandfather then? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As, and like any any like mid-90s country, what'd you do? I went to take a drink of my beer and I blasted the edge of the fucking can out of my tooth. Oh, how the fuck do you do that? I'm dumb, Jared. Why do you ask questions? Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, back back to what I was saying, like any like 90s countries like Brooks and Dunn, Garth and Brooks, Clint Black, like not so much Garth Brooks. He I wasn't really big on the Garth Brooks, but like Brooks and Dunn, Clint Black, shit like that. Shania Twain. He loves Shania Twain. So sometimes when when you hear those songs, when I hear like the only time you hear them now is like at a store or something yeah pretty much and and like sometimes those make me nostalgic but anyway uh what's the worst backhanded compliment you could give someone i don't know if it's the worst but uh i always i always got a kick out of the fact that uh when we when we talk to my grandma and we tell her typically and you know, typically you were the the butt of the dumb story. Oh, and then, I, and then yeah. she and then she would and she wouldn't say it to your face. She'd typically tell it to me afterwards. But she'd be like, you know that AJ. At least he's a nice boy. He's such a nice boy. Yeah, yeah. That's oof. Yeah, it's like you're really nice, but fuck, you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, that's a good one. That's that's kind of where I was thinking. I really. I can't really think of anything else. Like something like, you know, you're the least annoying of all your friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, you're still annoying, but you're not as bad. Or, uh, oh, shit. What was the one I got? Oh, before I moved, like one of my last days, or like one of my last weeks at work, 
I had gone into a different building that I hadn't been in in a while. And I was talking to some of the cooks and this one older one walks up to me and she pats me on the stomach, which fucking bothers me. And she's like, she's, she's like, Oh, you just, she's like, Oh, you must be losing weight. You don't look so fat anymore. (laughs) That's fucking rough. Yeah. And I looked at her, I looked at her. I said, you know, it's kind of a bitch thing to say. And then she got all, she got all fucking huffy and walked out, walked yeah. away. And someone's like, "Are you gonna get in trouble for that?" I was like, I, at that at that point in time, I already knew I was moving. I was like, "What are they gonna do? Fire me?" <laughs> you don't look as fat anymore. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. So you know, I had that going for me, which was yeah. nice. What uh, what else, Lisa, got in there? That was that was the last one. Oh, all right. These are some good questions this week. Yeah. I was and, afraid. And luckily for you, they weren't deep thinkers. No, but now that she knows that we're, you know, doing this again, she's going to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Just for you. It doesn't bother me. No, it just makes me, my brain goes, I don't like this. Um, but no, it was good to have Lisa back on the show and, and with her questions. Oh, God, gross. Um. Yeah, that, saw that, that bra- saw that brain fart happen yeah, in real that, time. That that trade derailed the fucking hurry. Holy yep. shit! What? It's fun when you can just see it happening in real time. <laughs> I'm, you know, I I don't get to see it, so I'm glad no, somebody else gets. No, you don't. But like, I could just I could see the wheels turning, and then I could see them stop. <laughs> yeah, somebody fucking pulled that e brake in a fucking yeah. hurry. Um. Yeah, that was really all I had for this week, man. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else really going on. Not yeah, not really. Well, <laughs> that being said, nothing, nothing I care to talk about. So yeah, same. Um with that being said, everybody, uh, don't forget to check us out on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh Twitter is at 12 underscore pack underscore pod, uh 12 pack podcast on the facey space. I uh, can check Jared out. We're uh, at Shoeless Jared on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, which you'll see all the updates for when he goes live, which is twitch.tv backslash Shoeless Renegade, Shoeless Renegade on YouTube as well. Yep. Uh, if you want to follow me for like my one Twitter post every fucking six months, you can follow me at BAJ Punk. Um, don't forget to uh, check out my other podcast, Beard Brothers Podcast, where it's the PG version of this show, and we talk about all sorts of weird nerd shit as well. Um, Jared, you want to give a little, another quick plug for your book show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, check out for uh, coming to a podcasting platform near you, uh, the Six Pack Book Club, where this, hopefully, I'm thinking that I'll be able to record tomorrow hopefully depending on what time i get out of work um but this week we'll be covering uh kitchen confidential by anthony bourdain and i will on the on the end of that show i will announce what other book i'll be reading next it's a mystery because i haven't Mm. even decided yet (laughs) so i'm gonna try and keep i'm gonna try and keep them bi-weekly so that way i can have enough time to read uh, that may get extended depending on how the old work schedule turns out. Uh, 
because I also, you know, I also like to keep up on, on the streamings and that takes some time too, but we'll see. So uh, I'll update it. Uh, if you follow, follow the six pack book club on the facey space, I'll probably also use our page to shill for my own projects. I have so. no, no issues with that as I had already started to. Yes. So, <laughs> but aside from that, ladies and gentlemen, um, if this is your first episode, thank you for joining us. We hope you stick around and stay, stay for the long haul. If you've been with us since episode one and you've been with us here this entire time, one, we're not sorry for all the weird shit we've said, but we hope you continue staying with us. And until next time, friends, we will talk to you in the future. Goodbye. So, you ever wonder, like, why hippos have such big mouths, but they've only got, like, three teeth? You ever see that? Like, like when you see hippos charging, like, they're not, they don't have a lot of teeth. Some of them don't even have teeth at all. So, like, how the fuck do they eat anything? Like, how does that work? And plus, did you know that they're like hippos in Colombia? Because when they arrested Pablo Escobar and broke down his zoo, like they didn't want to send the hippos back. So now hippos are just like fucking fucking up Colombians left and right. Isn't that fucking wild?